Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Time for Health show with me, Lewis Pierce. And unfortunately, my lovely co-host Matt can't be with us today, but it's absolutely fine because we've got another guest expert in the hot seat, Megan Schmidt. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing well today. I'm excited to be here and share some of these ideas with you guys. Awesome. I'm excited as well. So, Megan, let's get straight into it. Give the viewers and the listeners a bit of a background about what you do, why you do it, how you ended up here, that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. So I'm a mom of three little girls, and that's really where my journey started was a few years ago when I had uh, my first two daughters. I was really struggling with postpartum anxiety and I have a yoga background, so I've been teaching yoga for quite a few years, and I, I knew I was into personal growth, and I, I knew a lot about that, but then applying it to my own situation didn't quite happen. I, like, I kind of missed that a little bit there, and so I was really in victim mode after my second daughter was born, feeling sorry for myself a lot, complaining a lot. Um, I had no real thought control or no real idea of like, you know, I was thinking that it's, it's because my husband works shift work or it's because my daughter has her ear infections and she's not sleeping well, that this is why I'm not feeling good. This is why I am the way I am, which is something that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about. And I resonate with that a lot. Like I, I really believe that it was all outside of me and through more personal growth and applying it to my life, I really changed how I, underst- how I understood, I guess, what was going on and started taking responsibility for where I was because I looked at my life and I was like, this is not who I really believe that I am. I was just, I was very unhappy. And like the majority of the day, I, I spent a lot of time, you know, feeling resentful, feeling sorry for myself. And, um, and like I said, complaining, and I knew that that wasn't what I wanted. And that wasn't really who I was. So when we had our third daughter, I decided to enroll to become a health coach. I had been vegetarian for a few years prior to that. And I really wanted to amp it up, get more, um, deliberate, which is something that we'll kind of talk about today on the food that I was eating and, and the direction that I wanted my life to go. And so my husband loves his job. And I always saw him going to work really excited and and excited for the work that he did. And I didn't have that before I had kids. And I knew that I wanted that for myself. So when I thought about becoming a health coach or a coach in general, it really made me feel that way. Like it it felt purposeful. It felt in alignment, I guess you could say. So I did my health coach training. I kept working on myself, my mindset. I started off sharing mostly about plant-based nutrition. And then I really thought about it. And I'm like, people, people kind of know, I would say the foods that would be helpful for them to be healthier. Right. Um, But like, why is there that disconnect between doing the action, right? And that's where the mindset piece that I now talk about and share about and like is a huge part of my program comes into play is that you can know the things that you need to do. And if you don't 
have the mindset piece to apply it to your life, then I mean, it doesn't matter, right? It's what actually you're going to, what you're going to do and and how you feel too um, is, is a big piece of it. And that's, that's what I want to share with you guys all today. Awesome. So had the third child, um, postpartum anxiety, not in a great place. Um, Mm -hmm. Those of you that are listening, I've got a daughter, so I kind of resonate a little bit with the lack of sleep and, and that sort of thing, which obviously contributes to the, to the, to the problem. um, Oh yeah. When you haven't got good, good quality sleep, it does cause that brain fog and, and you're kind of stuck in that endless cycle of lacking the brain clarity needed to actually see the wood from the trees, aren't you? And then <laughs> totally. and when you're just stressed, overwhelmed, anxious all the time, yeah. you do become a little bit of a victim, don't you, where you are literally just be like, why is this happening to me? Why yeah. won't she sleep? Why is my husband working all the time? Why am I on my own? Why does life suck? Why is life so hard? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it is very difficult to get out of that that rut so what would you say Megan was the 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 biggest thing or the spark that kind of triggered you to be like health coaching is the way that I want to go I honestly got sick of myself like I think that you will eventually change when it's it's a quote you'll you will change when the discomfort um or the comfort of being who you are is greater than or or less than the comfort. Now I'm totally butchering this quote, (laughs) but the comfort of staying the same is greater than the discomfort of change, right? Because all of change is uncomfortable. And, and I think that that's what's stopping a lot of people from making the change is like, but like, I don't know how, or I've never done it before. Or what if I don't, what if it doesn't work out? What if I fail and all these things, but like when you are in the thick of it in your life and you're just like, sick of yourself or you're like you've had enough you're just you're done with it you'll eventually change and that's how I was I was like oh my gosh I'm so sick of myself complaining all the time because I just knew that that wasn't who I was like negative emotion is is like we have to have contrast I'm not saying that that's not common for people but for me it was like to the point where it was not helpful because you just I wasn't doing anything about it right and I eventually was like, I need to take responsibility for my life because it's not up to my husband to make me happy. It's not up to my kids. You know, they, they get to act how they need to act and I can choose to take that on or I can choose to still be who I want to be regardless of what's going on. Yeah. And that feels so good when you can liberate yourself and, and just be who you want to be because that's what you want. Yeah. Ultimately, negative emotions are normal just because like some people beat themselves up for having negative emotions, for being sad yeah. or stressed. They beat themselves up. They're all normal things to feel. Um, but what people don't do is they don't get perspective on those emotions. They just, let totally. them, they just focus on them repeatedly, replay whatever scenario is, is that's upsetting them and just exacerbate things and make themselves feel worse and worse and worse and worse. But you hit the nail on the head there where... It's, it's your choice to be happy or not. You don't have to feel negative and sad and, and the victim all the time. And in your introduction where you told us all about you, you mentioned a big word for me, which is one of my core values is ownership. If you don't take ownership of whatever it is, your life as a whole, yeah. then, nothing, then nothing will change. So true. Yeah, you, 
you have to take responsibility for your life. I, um, I fully believe that. And it, it feels a little scary at first when you are in that victim place, because that means like, oh, I have to own <laughs> that I'm the one that has been contributing to my negative emotion or that has totally created it. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't want to believe that we are the ones that are in control of that. But trust me, if you are in this victim place right now, like there's no sense beating yourself up because that's something that I say to my clients all the time, like nothing good ever comes from judging yourself, you know, criticizing yourself, beating yourself up. It's totally fine. If that's where you've been, we all have a journey. We all have to go through things. Like I said, that negative emotion is totally just a contrast. You have to know negative emotion so that you can know positive emotion. So if you just don't make it mean such a huge thing and you can just kind of remove yourself a little bit, look above the situation and really see um, it from a new perspective. And the, the main emotion that I encourage people to, to shift from the negative to the positive is curiosity. If you can get out of judgment and shift into curiosity, you have so much possibility there because mm. you cannot see solution when you're in the energy of problem, right? You just can't. So you have to get out of problem energy and shift to curiosity. And from there, solutions will show themselves. Yeah. It's, you, you're shifting yourself from that mindset of fear, scarcity, being judged, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. to, to to a more resourceful mindset which you need to be in to overcome any kind of problem so exactly. like you mentioned already um people already know the foods that they should be eating you said that um you wanted to figure out why they weren't doing it mm -hmm. so what did you find was the the gap between knowledge and implementation when it comes to nutrition well, so I listened to, um, I list the, the gap is, let me answer that question first. The gap is, is that people don't understand the power of their mind. People don't understand that it's actually your thoughts that are going to ultimately create the action. Right. So I, I think that people are just like, act, so action oriented, um, orientated, and then they are not having the proper energy and thought going into something that's actually going to produce the result that you want. So like I started off saying, I was listening to a lot of the life coach school podcast, um, four, five ish years ago. And she talks about something that's called the model. So it's our thoughts that create our feelings. I didn't know this. It's like so basic. I did not even think about it. A lot of people don't think about it, but your thinking is what causes you to feel positive or negative emotion. So if you want to feel better deliberately, check in with what you're thinking, right? That's yeah. the most basic thing that we all can do right here and right now. And then those, act, uh, those feelings that you're feeling are what are driving you to take action or to not take action, right? So if you're feeling excited, like you're going to put on those shoes and go for the run. If you're feeling dread, you're likely not going to want to do that run. And if you do, it's likely going to be crappy to say it truthfully. Right. Yeah. So, and then eventually, of course, those actions add up to create results in our life. So all of the actions that you have been doing 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, years and years in the past, obviously that's 
what produces the results that you have in your life right now. So if you look at where you are in your life, you look at the money that you have in your bank account, you look at the relationships that you have or don't have, you look at the health that you have or don't have. It's all based on what, what you've been thinking in the past and how yeah. you've been feeling. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a case of the way that you think directly, like your, the way that you think is ultimately your belief systems and a perspective essentially um so yeah, your thoughts dictate how you feel and then how you feel dictates the questions that you ask and mm-hmm. then that dictates the actions that you take and then that dictates the results that you get so if, and it all starts with the way that you're talking with to yourself or about yes. the world so if you're yes. talking about oh i'm a fat ugly horrible mess i'm no one likes me i'm weird i don't fit in then that's going to make you feel down in the dumps and sad that's going to make you feel demotivated um you're then going to ask yourself very closed-minded questions like why don't i fit in why am i so fat why am i so ugly etc etc and then the action that you take is you just fulfill those thoughts it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy of you think you're fat and ugly you tell yourself you're fat and ugly you're going to keep you're going to keep like constant cycle of keeping thinking that yourself that you're fat and ugly and, and mm-hmm. that would be the result that you get you will continue to feel that way yeah. And yeah people don't realize how powerful it is to just change the way that you think the words that you say and then when you change the way that you're thinking you can then change your state and your physiology and then get yourself motivated for that run and get yourself excited for that run or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and then again it comes back to that curiosity mindset doesn't it where you're in problem solving mode or you're, or you're, you're just excited to see what you can achieve yes. and yeah, it's just getting yourself away from that, that mindset of scarcity and one of, you know, let's see what we can do here. This is exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, that's so bang on. Like if you can get excited and like curious and then excited, you are in possibility mode, like we've kind of been saying. And, and I think that a lot of times it's just, it's just that lingering fear or the unknown that people um, get stuck on and um, wrong belief systems of like, oh, this is hard. So I must not be cut up for this. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like that type of a thought, that type of a belief is not serving you. <laughs> Something that I say to my clients all the time, which I don't think people actually understand or even know this, like you can believe anything that you want. Literally, you can believe anything that you want. You can believe that healthy eating is fun, that you have time for it, that it's like the best thing. You can believe that moving your body feels amazing, even when it's hard. You can believe that relationships can be enjoyable, that you can create a life that you love. Like you can believe anything, but you have to actually believe it, right? So that's what I was saying when the thoughts and the energy have to be um, helpful. Like if you think a thought, but you don't believe it, there's no energy backing you. You're not in alignment. Hmm. So if you are right now unhealthy and you think to yourself, this is where affirmations get a bad rap, right? So if you're unhealthy right now and you think, um, I am, I am, I'm healthy, right? Like that's just a basic affirmation that some people might start repeating to themselves because, Oh, I've, I've heard that affirmations are great. And so if you say that, you say that to yourself, well, you don't believe yourself because you're looking at your life or your body or your, how you feel. And you're like, I don't, I don't believe this at all. So there's no energy like backing you. And that's going to obviously um, not produce 
the right action and the, re the results that you want. So maybe you switch that thought or that affirmation to say like, I'm in the process of learning to love myself. I'm in the process of learning to become healthy. And that is believable, mm. right? And then eventually you can, you can keep moving up the ladder of, of different thoughts and beliefs. Yeah. You ultimately need conviction in anything yes. that you want to do. And the reason why so many people like back out of they set a goal of losing weight or setting a goal of I don't know, running a marathon or setting a business goal or whatever it is, is they don't actually have, they don't believe that they can achieve it. And because mm -hmm. it's like that, I can't, I don't know who, who the quote this is, but it's the one where, it's, where you say, whether you think you can do it or you can't, you're right. Totally. And, it, and yeah. And it's just, you just got to go like something I teach my clients is that they've got to go all in. If they don't go all in, then they might as well not bother at all because you're always going to have that nagging thought in the back of your mind where there's always that safe place that you can go to. If things don't go well or things get a little bit scary, you can go to that safe place and pack it all in and no one will ever know. So that is so funny that you say that. Cause I honestly, I was like, I have a few notes for this podcast episode. That is one of the things that I have for effort is like you, you totally nailed it. Like you have to go all in and it's that belief that like, Oh, like that's what I was kind of, I meant to say that. I don't think I finished that thought, but like you have to um, stop believing things that are not serving you. So if you believe like, oh, this is hard, that must mean I'm not cut out for it, um, for this, like whatever it is, that belief doesn't serve you if you really want the end result, if you really want the goal that you are working towards. So you've got to believe like, oh yeah, this is hard, but this is just the process. This is just how it is. People think that life is supposed to be easy or that like, like, that they're um, that life is supposed to like feel good all the time or that, you know, um, if they if it's hard for them, it's because they're doing something wrong. Like, no, that's not the, that's not the truth. If you believe that it's just, you're believing something that's just not true. Like positive, negative, it's part of life. It has to be the polarity mm. in life. Yeah. It's like, there's no dictionary of what beliefs are right or wrong. There's no dictionary mm -hmm. on it. It's all down your, to your personal perspective and whether you're, um, whether you believe it or not, ultimately, and how, how strongly you believe it is the mm -hmm. most important, isn't it? Um, so your clients then, Megan, who do you work with and what do you help them do specifically? Yeah, so I work with women, different ages, actually. Like there's, I have some that you know don't have kids. I have some clients that have grown adult children. Um, but essentially, it's all around true self-care, self-love, shifting mindsets to actually help them create the results that they want in their life and um, creating a life by design, giving people permission. Not that you need my permission, but I think that sometimes we're like waiting on that, like waiting for things to fall into our lap. And I want people to actually believe that you can create a life that you design. And that's one of the things that we do at the very beginning of uh, my Align Life program is go through the fulfillment wheel that I created and you decide, like be deliberate. <laughs> one of the things that I think are, it's, it's such an important skill to become disciplined and deliberate about what it is that you want. So decide how you, how do you want to even be? Like, what do you want for your character? What are your values? Like decide that. Don't just, don't just, accept what has always been like if you're showing up as somebody that's shy but you actually 
don't want to be that anymore or you want to change and shift in some way, do it. Like you can't, you don't need permission. You just because you've always done something doesn't mean that you have to keep doing that if it's not serving you in this way anymore. And so like, you know, character is a big one, physical health, um, obviously a big one, relationships, career, like those types, those are the major categories I would say, but there's 11 that we go through about creating an aligned life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, um, this is something I've actually covered a lot since I've been doing a lot more guest expert interviews is the, how so many people don't actually know what makes them happy. And then they wonder why they're miserable. They haven't actually sat down and, looked at their life and who they are as an individual and what is going on in their life and what actually they enjoy doing for, mm-hmm. for, you know, if you don't know what makes you happy, then you are never going to make decisions that make you happy because you don't know what the right or wrong decision is to make. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people go around setting weight loss goals because Sally at the office set a weight loss goal mm-hmm. and then they wonder why they didn't hit it. It's because it, it doesn't mean anything to you. Exactly. You've got to attach and you've got to attach those goals to, you know, something that, has an emotional anchor to what to actually mean something to you, you know, you've got to actually then get like people get overwhelmed, you know, decision fatigue, making all these decisions, you know, off the cuff. But if you actually get clear on what your values are, then when you're faced with a, with a, a roadblock in front of your face or a decision to make, there's a very clear yes or no answer of whether you're going to do it or not. That's because so you, true. because you, you know, you've got, you've got your little score scorecard, like a little flow chart, isn't it really in your mind of, these are my values. This is what someone's asking me to do. Is it going to, is it going to stop me from fulfilling these values? If the answer is yes, it will stop me fulfilling them. And it's just a straight up. No, like mm-hmm. if it's not, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no <laughs> simple yeah. as that. Um, yeah. So helping people create an aligned life. Yeah. That sounds pretty awesome. And you do that sort of combination of life coaching, nutrition, yoga, that sort of thing. What's your methodology exactly, Megan? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, like the program is consisting of one-on-one coaching. Um, but there's also like, it's a hybrid, I guess you could say. So there's like the group aspect too, where there's trainings, yoga, meditation in the Facebook group. And then there's the membership site where like a lot of the homework and other trainings and, um, things like that, um, PDFs, whatever are all hosted in there. So like we do our, our coaching and then going through what's coming up, like, what are we celebrating? We always start with that because we want to keep, um, focusing on the good, right? And there's always good. So what are we celebrating? What's coming up? Roadblocks, obstacles, how can we overcome them? And then, you know, by the end, end of the call, there's always some sort of plan or takeaway or homework that they are working on. Um, and then in the meantime, when they have time for it, they're going through the different sections in the membership area that will help them with the mindset because, you know, that's the biggest piece for sure. The energy and, and the mindset behind it. Yeah. I totally agree mm-hmm. with a lot of the clients that I work with. They come to me wanting to lose weight and mm-hmm. that's actually a very, very small part of the program. I tackle that probably in like the first two weeks. They already know everything that they need to know to lose weight. They're doing it all. And then the real problem is actually making sure that they're consistent and they understand how to change the way they think basically so that they actually feel better. Cause if you get, if you feel negative and you feel stressed and you're going to, you're not going to be consistent with anything. So learning how to, learning how to control all of that side of things, um, it's just going to make you far more consistent. And I love how you said it's about, you know, ultimately being conscious of what you're doing and where you're at and where you're going constantly, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. setting setting a goal and then forgetting about it. Yeah. You want to set a goal, 
constantly remind yourself what that goal is constantly look at the road slightly in front of you because you're never going to see the whole road you know you're just going to see up to the next bend so what can you see so far yeah. and what potentially is there a sheep in the road how do you need to circumnavigate around the sheep or what do you need to do slow down mm-hmm. for a speed bump you know and just kind of pre- kind of preempt those things that are coming up mm-hmm. so that you then you know you you are more prepared so that's that's definitely something that people do not do especially when they're on their own just trying to set goals yes. um yes. set a goal and then that's it like i said you could turn up at the office mary's been doing keto for two days and lost 10 pounds you're like oh my god i want to try that and then yeah. she uh so you try that and then uh you wonder why it doesn't work because you're stressed up to your eyeballs the kids aren't sleeping and you hate your life <laughs> <laughs> well and not only that but like yeah you're going i like that's what i i think happens a lot is that people are going into things with a lack mentality, right? Like that's, that's how we all do it to start. Right. So people like people will come to you. I'm sure people come to me and say like, like, let's just do the weight loss for the example. Like I want to lose weight. So you're coming at it from this idea of, I don't weigh what I want to weigh, or I don't look like what I want to look like, or I don't have the health that I want to have. So that's lack, right? I'm lacking what it is that I want. And I want this. And so, of course, you're coming in with like this negative energy kind of backing you, right? Because you think that that's what it is. And the reason that everyone does whatever they, that they want to do is because they want to feel better, right? Mm-hmm. So you think, okay, I'm, I need to lose weight. The reason I'm unhappy is because I have to lose weight. So um, that's what's causing this. And so I need to do this and I don't have it, but I need to have it. And so you're thinking negatively to some degree of capacity, most people, right? And so if you can't shift into more positive as you're working through that, like it's totally fine that you're coming at it from negative. Like it's what we all do. Um, Our brain's kind of wired to be that way. And so if you can shift it, then when you do reach your goal, like you're going to actually feel it rather than if you do reach your goal from this negative place, it's never going to be enough. The weight loss will never be enough if you're constantly um, in this lack mentality or negative energy. So somewhere like that's one of the first modules is energy and alignment because somewhere along the way you have to start shifting into the abundance of it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great point. The, um, the shifting things to the internal satisfaction, you know, you can create your own happiness. you, I think a lot of the reasons why people want to lose weight is because they have all these things going on externally. You know, they're comparing themselves to people on Instagram, mm-hmm. but they're putting these dresses on that are too tight. Someone's called them fat, whatever these, all these different things have happened that have caused them to then feel negative based on external influences. And I think once you actually detach yourself from that number and carrying on with the weight loss example, you detach yourself from that um, emotional attachment to the scales from chasing the numbers and then you actually then start to enjoy the process and that's when you kind of develop that curiosity mindset that we mentioned at the yeah. start because mm-hmm. you've detached yourself you've got a goal but you've detached yourself emotionally from that goal so you can actually make decisions based on the present circumstances and what's happening directly in front of you rather mm-hmm. than looking at the end goal wanting to lose three stone the scales have gone up the world's going to end and making a daft decision like choosing to cut calories or eat 800, 800 calories or something a day um it's definitely a case of you like something that i'm a massive fan of in the girls that i coach is actually 
telling them that they, it's a choice, like we said already, it's a choice for you to be happy. You don't have to be a certain weight, a certain dress size, certain hair color, certain eye color. You don't have to be anything to be happy. Mm-hmm. You can just choose to wake up one day and be happy. It's a feeling. And all the feelings that you have are based on, like we've already said, you know, what you think. Yeah. So if you want to be happy, think happy thoughts, think positive thoughts, be grateful, which is a, another massive tool that people undermine is that whole grateful side of things, isn't it? Is that something yeah. that you, I imagine that that's something you must incorporate into your program is gratefulness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely encouraging my clients to, to get there, to be one of the things that we do is like, um, celebrate, like I celebrate ourselves and I get them to keep like a running list of all of their successes that they have. And, you know, big ones, small ones from like their whole past like a lot of the, a lot of the homework that they do in the beginning is a lot of journaling and self-reflection because when you are downplaying so many women downplay what, what they've done or, or what's great already. Um, because you know, they, they think that maybe like one of my clients, you know, she was thinking I'll build the house then I'll feel better. And she, you know, she, she built the house. She didn't feel better. And that's honestly why she reached out was because like, she was like, what's going on. Um, and I'm like, yeah, because that's not what creates happiness, right? It's your thinking about it. And, and it's fine. Like, this is really important. I think women beat themselves up about this. There's no problem wanting anything that you want. The reason that you want those things, I really believe is like a soul desire. I think that the reason that you want those things is because you have what it takes to fulfill that goal. Mm-hmm. And so it's fine. It's there's, you don't need to make yourself feel bad. Like, Oh, I'm so vain. I want to lose weight. No, it's totally fine. It's totally fine that you want that. Mm-hmm. No need to judge yourself or anything. Um, but know that weight loss doesn't produce happiness. Um, yes, you might, when you do lose the weight, you might feel like proud of yourself. And, and I hope that you would feel proud of yourself for that. But I think that, you know, it's, it's so much more, it's like, who are you becoming in the process? So when people say like these cliche quotes, they're cliche for a reason, like really, truly, honestly, the, the journey, the happiness is the journey, right? Or I'm butchering all of the quotes today, literally, <laughs> but I hope you guys know what I'm saying. Like you really, you can, you can, and you should enjoy the journey because if you don't, you will not enjoy the final destination. You just won't. Yeah. I, 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 I think there's never really an end destination. You yeah. just, you just keep changing it. Like you should never really reach it. I'm a big fan of, or big believer that, that, your life's purpose is to grow and yeah. to share the lessons that you learn with other people. That's essentially what because growth promotes happiness. Sharing, th- sharing what you learn with other people increases that happiness and that gratefulness and all those good feelings. And that's essentially what the meaning of life is. So it's definitely not a bad thing to want more because if you didn't want more, you'd be a boring bastard and you wouldn't do anything. You wouldn't grow. You'd have no reason to grow. You'd have no motivation. You would just stay the same all the time and i absolutely love that it'd be boring so mm-hmm. you definitely need, you definitely should want more but uh, and then it comes back to the whole values that we've already mentioned make sure that what you actually want or what you say you want is aligned in alignment with your values otherwise mm-hmm. you won't have the motivation you won't have the discipline which is another topic we want to talk about um to be consistent so and it all comes back to what do you actually want doesn't it all of this this whole podcast could have been summed up in the first sentence if we said just figure out what you want and then do stuff that satisfies what you want to do. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I think, yeah, we're really, um, 
looking for the external validation, I think too, and, um, and thinking, you know, she has it and she looks happy. So that must mean, you know, and, and these are not conscious thoughts necessarily. Like it's just, it's so subtle. That's why, um, it can also be tricky, right? Like you have to actually get still and take the time to, to think about these things and to, to journal and ask yourself and re really reflect on what are the things that are actually important to me and then have the courage to go after those things. Um, like you, like you had mentioned, like with all the effort, like go all in no matter what. Mm. Right. And when you figure out what actually makes you happy, life actually gets a hell of a lot simpler, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we, we are trained as a society to be extremely stressed. It's become the norm. Like yeah. I, I spent the first two years of my coaching career only working with mums. Cause I know that as soon as, as soon as a mum has kids, I may have never been a mum, but I'm pretty good at putting myself in their shoes. I've worked with like 300 plus of them. So I know that they, a lot of them conform to those societal norms of have a kid, lose your identity. You're the mum, you're the feeding machine you're the cook, you're the cleaner. And if you want anything else other than that, you're selfish. And that's what a lot of oh, yeah. mums abide by is those societal rules. And yeah, that kind of wraps up everything that we've kind of discussed today is that regardless of whether you're a mum or dad or not, haven't got kids, whatever, whoever you are, figure out what you want. Realize that it's good to want more. Have the courage to take action on those things that you want mm -hmm. and implement. <laughs> Just keep implementing yeah. and focusing on the positives and making sure that you're asking yourselves the right questions and speaking to yourself the right way. We've covered a lot, Megan. I've loved it. I've loved today's episode. It's been awesome. So if people listening or watching like what they hear, like what you've had to say, and they want to reach out and connect to you more, where's the best place for them to, to get hold of you, Megan, or find out a little bit more about you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you can check me out on Instagram, Align Wellness YXE. Um, same thing for Facebook. We have a Facebook page and then we have a private Facebook group that you can join every Tuesday. There's Facebook lives and then there's tons of content in there. Every few weeks I do a manager mind masterclass series inside of the Facebook group. So the next one will be end of September or beginning of October. I don't have a final date. We're actually just wrapping up one right now. Um, and I guess I don't know when this podcast is going live either, but keep yourself posted. Um, if you're interested in learning more about the mindset that's required to actually reach your goals, that's what the Manage Mind Masterclass series is about. Um, and then you can check my website out, alignwellnessyxe.com. Awesome. And all of those links and information, whatever, will all be in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about remembering the domains or whatever. I'll make sure that Megan sends me all the links and stuff so they can, you can all find that information super easy. Megan, thank okay. you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed today's discussion. I love all you. Thanks. I always love going a little bit deeper than uh, just nutrition because uh, the way that you think is always a far more interesting conversation, but thanks for coming okay. on today and um, take it easy. Enjoy the rest of your day and everyone that's listened or watched. Thanks for your time. Thank you everyone.